screens. We uh, are accidentally twinning. <laughs> this was pure accident. This was pure accident. Kate walked right into the room and I saw her out of the corner of my eye wearing a green jacket, black pants and shoes. And I said, I'm wearing green, green jacket, black pants and shoes. And then she turned around and we'll bam. We're both wearing my new merch. This is Total Accident. Thank you for supporting your friend. Uh, by the way, you can get this at kidbell.com. It says confidently insecure. Anywho. Guys. It's happening. The title says it. This is not clickbait. This is not a drill. This, this is, is a big announcement. This is not a fake news. This is not a fake news. I don't even feel comfortable saying it. I don't either. I wish that anything else was happening. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Um, I am leaving the podcast. And the truth of the matter is... The truth of the matter is the reason why is because there was one mean internet comment. Is it really? No, oh, no. I was like, wait, you didn't tell me this part. <laughs> to, be, uh, to be fair, Kate told me this. Well, I kind of knew. Yeah. Like, there was a... I'm sure you a, guys probably knew, too. I was kind of not myself for a little while. And, well, yeah, and I, and I just could tell you weren't having fun anymore. So, Kate did tell me last week, so this isn't, like, a super shocker. I kind of saw That would be coming. such a dick move. It would be a dick move, but I, you know, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I said it on the podcast. Oh, no, that I would be really surprised. <laughs> I would be really pissed because I think you're joking. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell them why, Coat. Well, you know, a uh, couple of things. A, okay, don't freak out. We know you guys are probably freaking out. Yeah. We were literally, <laughs> the one thing we were worried about was like, I was like, dude, I, I'm fine. The podcast is going to be fine. I don't think the fans are going to be okay with it. I think you guys will be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, I'm still wrapping my head around being fine with the fans now realizing this, but I'm scared. Yeah. I mean, it's not because of you guys. That's for sure. Um, it's literally, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Damn. Um, you know, I just, I wasn't, there's... <sighs> I think we kind of live in an age right now where when we share a whole bunch of stuff, it, um, the more you share, almost like the more people reward you for sharing like really private Mm -hmm. parts of yourself and parts of your life. And I'm not, I'm not even able to really do that in like interpersonal relationships. Like I'm not... When I have like when I'm sitting here and having an actual conversation with someone, I'm not as open as I am on this podcast. So I mm-hmm. think that <clears throat> I was trying to be more more vulnerable and open by talking about stuff on this podcast, and I ended up turning something that I wanted to do in my everyday life into a job, and then mm-hmm. I don't do it in my everyday life. Yeah, and honestly, that's false. Adv- that's that's false. That's untrue to you. It's me lying to you guys mm-hmm. in a big way by being like. Yeah, just, like, be honest and talk with them and stuff when I'm not doing that in my own life. And I think that I kind of need – I need to separate. And I think a lot of times, like, it's hard to separate. This is by far the most successful thing I've done at BuzzFeed. (laughs) Which is, like, nuts. Yeah. (laughs) We had no intention of this being, like, as awesome as it ended up being. Yeah. So I think it's important to – 
to know that even though something is successful and even though something might be working, it might not be working for you and it might not be right for you. So that's where I'm at right now. And I was really scared to tell Kelsey, um, but I think, (laughs) I know, but I was, I, I don't want to hurt anyone or make anyone feel bad, Yeah, especially my friends. And I don't want to, I try to control other people's feelings by keeping the truth from them so but you also do this thing where you like put your needs second to people because yeah. you're trying to like uh, to please I mean not only me you have we have like hundreds of thousands of listeners right. so it was like you were keeping up this like energy and, yeah. and when you do that like it's it, we, the metaphor we used last week was like when your parent wants you to play a sport yeah. and like even though you could be fucking awesome it's like the classic tale of like a football player who wants to be a painter right. he's great at football <laughs> and it doesn't matter how great at football he is if his heart I don't know what I'm saying he I played football in high school you it's did flag football as a quarterback oh yeah. excuse um, me I know, we got a regular old athlete over oh, here what's his name Matt Matt what are you trying to say? Matt from Friday Night Lights. Oh, I never watched it. You know, <gasps> you know this, Kate. Oh. It's been a contentious point in our relationship for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and two, like, we had, I think the thing I was most scared about was like, like Kate said, it was the most successful thing. And it went in a direction that we didn't intend it to. Like, when we started this podcast, we jokingly were saying, like, it's a it's a podcast where we fuck up so you don't have to. But we didn't want to every week be fucking up <laughs> and, like, putting out, like, the most yeah. vulnerable, like, scary parts yeah. of ourselves. We really did intend for this podcast to be about learning mm. and through, like, learning about other people. So, like, we wanted to do interviews. We wanted to, like, touch on subjects that we felt scared to touch on. We wanted to you know, fuck up that way. I don't think we, we, it kind of accidentally tumbled into like, okay, how, what disastrous thing can we talk about that happened to us this week? It became like a, like sacrificing, it became like an emotional jackass, Mm. which I fucking love jackass. jackass. We've talked about it on the podcast. I love jackass. (laughs) But, um, it became like, I'm a writer. I want to Mm -hmm. write. That's what I want my focus to be on. I don't want my focus to be on Almost, it came to a point where I felt like I was, and to no one else's fault, literally just my own, like I was exploiting certain parts of myself that I don't really let myself uh, take part in in my Mm -hmm. regular life. Mm -hmm. So, and like you said, like you want to be a writer, and you were talking about last week, like you give all yourself here, and so you, it's like not authentic. Yeah. The way you used to self-care was like through your writing. Yeah. And you were able to use your experience through writing. And now that you're coming here and like depleting your resources every week, it's like, how do you write after you're, you've expunged all your sponge? Yeah. You've wrung out all the water. Yeah. There's it's nothing like, it's left a form to pull of from. Communication and entertainment in a way. Like I try to make it, well, anyway, I try to make it entertaining. But yeah. Uh, so I can't, I just, I know that it's, not good for me right now. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's gonna be okay. Like we're gonna we're not gonna just gonna never hear from Code again. Right. Like we're still gonna have. I'm still gonna whether she likes it or not. Make her listen to it every week <laughs> to make sure that I don't fuck up saying things. And then you know I'm gonna still need her opinion on stuff when I I obviously have a very specific point of view, and I think that's why this podcast works so well is because of how different our points of view are on things, but, like, how we're still able to be friends so tightly, and, like, I'm for... (laughs) Wait, sorry. I just noticed you have, like, seven post-it notes. 
stuck to the camera on your laptop. She's showing you. Why do you have like seven? Because when you put one, you can still see through it. And I was dan- I had a dance party the other day by myself. And, and you I just didn't covered want- your webcam? I didn't want the internet to know in case they were looking. I'd pay to see that quality content. Thank um, you. What was I talking about? Me neither. You were talking about... My mind went blank. Me too. Whoa, how did that happen just now? Oh, I wonder if something happened and, like, the guys from um, Men in Black came in and we had a whole adventure and an alien attack and Mm. then they just erased it. Yeah, I'm a maybe. little tired. Um, it is Tuesday. We know. Well, no, it's because we just fought a bunch of aliens, but we don't remember it. Uh, oh, God, here they come again! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the other thing, too, was, like, I think the thing that was most scary to me was that we had all these plans. Like, yeah. from the day one of the podcast, the only reason why our, our old boss even let us do this was because we had plans to write a book, tour, make merch for you guys and uh, try and turn this into a fun show that could be like sold in a different way that's not just audio. And so like in my head, I was like, we have this very clear path and we were on our way. I mean, we did our first live show and we were, you know, trying to plan more shows and we were getting like sponsors and yada, yada, yada. And in my head, I was like, why I was like how are we gonna do that now and I keep saying we because I'm still like not letting you go from this (laughs) and I I don't want it to be like just my thing because we built this together and like it it will be a little different bit of a podcast like it is gonna be different just Mm -hmm. and I you know Kate was like maybe you should get someone else to fill in for me and I I don't know yet what it's gonna look like I mean it could be you know two totally different people (laughs) in a year I don't know but like it just didn't feel right putting someone else in because then you just feel like I would be and maybe the audience would be too just comparing them to you. Mm-hmm. And so even like in my head, I was like, well, maybe it would just be fun to rotate like a co-host out every now and then. Like I know you guys loved hearing from Freddie and Jasmine and like our other friends. Um, but even still, like how do I navigate now all these plans? You know, it's stupid, but they always say like, what is it? God laughs when you make plans. <laughs> And I don't believe really in the traditional idea of God anymore, but I I do think that statement is true. Like when you try and make concrete plans, of course Mm -hmm. the universe is just going to like pull the rug because that's not how it works. So I think that's what I was most nervous about was like, why, why would you want to like fuck that up? And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, she's not, that's not what she's doing. Like she's doing it for herself and and you have to, like, yeah. you, you always are the person who says, like, you have to put your safety mask on first before you can take care of someone else. Yeah. And, like, we're, it, it'll figure itself out, you know? I think it'll be fun to get more interviews, which is what we set this podcast out to be. Um, and then, like, still make you do things. <laughs> still make you come in and, and answer questions or, you know. Yeah. Be a guest, even. I just, yeah. Sure. I don't know. I don't know what it is because it doesn't – it's a very weird thing to be like, um, why? Why do you want to – like, look yeah. at what you're what you're doing. And I don't normally ever take care of myself to a point of where it hurts someone else. So I don't want to – like, I don't – Well, I'm not hurt. I think the audience is going to be really – Well, yeah, but we had <sighs> plans. We had – Yeah. You know, we had all of these things. But that is <clears throat> kind of from the – I guess not from the – maybe from the get-go – or, like, kind of into it, I was, like, my vision of, like, I don't know, having a show or writing a book or doing something like that wasn't 
this. Was it this? Yeah. yeah. And though I, I like it, I really like being there. I like that people reach out and they feel comfortable and they feel like they found someone who's going through the same thing that they are. Um, I can't, uh, there's like such a fine line between artists and activists mm-hmm. and um you became like the poster child for something yeah and yeah. i i'm i'm not like i know a lot of people will ask advice and i don't know i ate i thought it was only eight ice cream sandwiches this weekend <laughs> but from friday to sunday i had 12 ice cream sandwiches i stress ate ice cream sandwiches all what weekend what stressed out about this really of course Why? because i have because it's an uncomfortable thing fair okay i guess i was like mentally prepped since yeah. last maybe even before then i don't know that but it's this some, like so sometimes i'll say stuff on here and i'll look at the camera and i'll be like okay we're gonna do like this is what's going on with me and this is you know whatever and some stuff in the beginning i was distant like a for like i had a enough of a distance between mm-hmm. that i was able to like laugh about it and be like that's good that's a good place for that story mm-hmm. that's where that could live um, but now that I've sort of exhausted all those stories, like the things that I'm far enough from, now I'm like tapping into things that are happening right now. And I yeah. would walk away from here and be like, I wasn't ready yeah. to show that yet. Mm. I wasn't ready to do that. Mm. And that's okay to do that. Mm. And I'm really grateful that that you were, that you are like responding in a way that is, is the way that we would tell, like, ask someone, like, if someone were to write in yeah. and say that they had this thing, I feel like this would be the advice exactly. that we would be like, it's not fair to your co-host, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Um, and I'm just, you know, yeah. sometimes you make up in your head what will be worse right. than what's actually happening. Yeah, because I could tell you were, like, nervous when you were telling me, yeah. and I was like, I wanted to be like, I already know, and yeah. like... This conversation's not going to go probably how you think it would yeah. in your head. Yeah, like I'm sure you. I was there, thinking, like I was like, like digging my thumbnail. Well, you go like, I have some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, did someone die? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you okay? But I mean, again, like I I, I would be also a uh, a fraud if I were to like s- sit there and be like. Well, maybe give it another chance. And I think I presented all the options to you. I was like, well, what if we, like, took a break? Or, like, what if we ended season one, you know, today and we took, like, the summer off and we come back in the fall? Or, like, and I I just wanted, I was like, well, just the the producer side in me was, like, make sure she knows, like, that she's not stuck in this thing. Or, like, it doesn't have to be this way. Like, what if she comes in and, and we just interview people and we don't tell personal stories? And then I was like, why am I trying to, like negotiate in my own head when like she's already made up her mind I kind of already have made up my mind that that's like the what the best thing is and like just let it be what it is instead of trying to um make something work when like it's just not and I think too like I wrote down friendship in our thing because like I think it's also too important to note that like when you're going into business with something like that's what this is right Mm -hmm. like it's a business and like I'm such a control freak, and you're so, like, laissez-faire, and we were trying to... Well, like, yeah, and and it just, like, it was uneven in the way that we... I was stressing out over things that you had no control over, and, like, I think it affected our friendship, and I... People were commenting on it that, like, I think, too, it was just affecting the way that we were being friends. Yeah. And, like, we almost weren't talking to each other about things because we were like, oh, we'll save it for the podcast, and, like... 
then it was like we weren't even really hanging out anymore because we were spending so much time together here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to note that, like, sure, we could have kept going and forced this, but then we would have ended up not being friends, yeah. I think, I mean, after even our a while. show, uh, uh, yeah. if we were touring, if it was still, like, oh how we God. did it in Philly, we would not be friends past, like, yeah. a week. Because yeah. <laughs> the Philly show, I was like... We were just going to go to Philly yeah, and just have a weekend there yeah. and just have fun. And then you're like, let's do a show. And yeah. I was like, yeah, if you want to do it. Yeah. And, and then like, I didn't have to test your show. Shit. I emailed like a couple places and then Kelsey literally carried the but like banner that's, through. I, and I like doing that, you know, and yeah, I, I'm going to continue to do that. Yeah. And it won't feel like you should feel bad about, you know, yeah. not doing something that you don't want to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? So, um, but I, yeah. Thank you for thank being so you cool. for being so cool and doing this for as long as you did. And I don't even want to get like uh, emotional about it because I know like you'll f- will find a way, you know, to keep being friends and continuing to like work together and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, and- people could be friends without being business partners, no, right? They can't. Yeah. Look at the classic duos, you know, uh, Penn and Teller. Um, that's the only duo that's coming to mind right now. Yeah, those are um, business duos. Yeah, they, they wouldn't be friends without their magic show, would they? Yes, bitch, <laughs> they'd still be friends. <laughs> I know, but like in my, I don't know. See, that's, that's the, that's like a big reason why I'm, I'm not a big reason, but that's like one of the things is that like, I don't want to just ex- exist for a work thing. Yeah. Like I want to. Yeah. I think that it's really, I don't know, I got. I think I get caught up, I think a lot of people do get caught up in the idea that, oh, if this is working, then, then milk it, milk it dry, yeah. like really mm-hmm. go for it or whatever, but, if, um, and kind of turning their life into some sort of like business mm-hmm. and like the idea Ooh, of, yeah. I hate the word influencer. Yeah. I fucking hate it They're so much. Fine. I, it, I hate it. I don't want to be it. I started to be it. Uh-huh. And I fucking hate it. I don't want to be like, hey guys, check out what I'm up to today. I don't fucking care. And I don't... And good for people who like that because it's very yeah, important yeah, yeah, yeah. to be like... But it, it makes me sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I think you, that, that taught me a lesson too. Like yeah. we talked about it last week that like I built myself up here right. by... By putting myself out there in videos and talking about, like, being the messy one or the drunk one. And, like, I was able to also do that through scripted videos. And um, what this turned into was, like, I was revealing every single part of myself. And so I I have a friend whose brother is weirdly, like, super famous. And she told me once that he doesn't have any social medias because when you walk into his movie, he wants you to have no preconceived notion. And I feel like what a lot of, like, YouTubers have done is they built themselves up on these YouTube platforms being uh, unscripted and just being themselves, and then they cross over into what they really want to do, which is, like, act and, you know, be on TV or in movies or in, you know, scripted YouTube Red shows or Hulu, whatever. Yeah. And then it's hard to separate... Yeah. Who they are on your YouTube channel from who they are in this movie. It becomes, it also becomes pretty fake, in my opinion. Yeah. It becomes like you mm. become a caricature of yourself, mm. and I didn't want to do that. I don't want to be like, this is who I am right now, and, and that's everyone, all you're ever going to be. And then there's no room, because then I'll be fucking 30 something 
acting like I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, then you're just playing a part and there's not a whole lot yeah. of room for growth. So, and I think that not everything has to last forever. Yeah. Some yeah. things are like a fun thing to do. Like that's why miniseries exists. It was fun. Let's think of it this way. This was a mini series of Kate on a Dolce. And now we're moving it to another mini series. Yeah. But I think it's a good lesson that you taught me too, because like, again, we are in the entertainment business. And when people Google us, the first thing that's going to pop up now is like, Pussy facts and dig, <laughs> thought, get, no. dig down. Dude, I thought about that yesterday. I was like, I can't get a regular job. Uh, no, well, why would you? I wouldn't, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, if I, like, if. You definitely can't. Like, I for you sure, could, like, there's before, no yeah. way I could go not yeah. do this. And, and it's good to keep some things to yourself. Like, we want to be here for you guys in a way that also doesn't um, jeopardize who we can grow into. Right. Which, like, I mean, this was fun for. 27, whatever it is. I'd also like to say... (laughs) Do say. um, That's not what I wanted to say, but that's part of it. Um, Is that... I think it's really good to have, like, people that you look up to and role models and stuff like that. Oh, God. Wow, it's coming. I'm gassy, too, so... But... uh, Nice. Sorry. (laughs) It's nice to have role models. It's nice to have role models, and it's nice to be like, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. If there's anything that you get from anything I've ever said, it's that you don't need an example to know you're not alone. Mm. You're not alone. And whatever you're going through, you're not alone. Someone has been through it too. Mm -hmm. There are places and people that you could find. And also, if you feel you're strong enough to be alone. You know what I mean? Because I think that role models are really cool, but I mean... Even the past, like, few, like, Louis was a role model of mine. Yeah, yikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, fucking John Lasseter was a role model of mine. Wow. He did Toy Story and stuff. Yeah. Like, there are, you know, your role model, you can't, don't give too much power to yeah. role models. Yeah. Or to... Or even, like, Chelsea Handler, right? Like, that yeah. was who I preached day and night that I, I wanted to follow in her footsteps. And she went from, like drunk mess host to like now she gave up a netflix show she gave up millions of dollars in opportunity and a platform to go focus on politics like people change like they shift and to know that like you know you don't have to have this idealized version of what a hero is because they're human and that's i think if anything is also too what what we're realizing in this is like you preach day and night that we're human and like yeah we got to kind of take our own advice a little bit here and realize that like Coach a human, guys. She's a human. Believe it or not. I poke, you know? poke, poke, but she, there's feelings. It's oh, right in my there. temple, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, my soft spot on my head. Well, I'm so... I mean, I, I, tell, <laughs> I tell you this every week. Like, I, I'm always... And especially when we, like, started editing this in the first episode. Yeah. Like, I just was so proud of us. And yeah. specifically proud of you because I... I think I thought we were going to go into this with one way of yeah. you being like, not, not like meek, but like, like less experienced or like let less, um, uh, confident. Yeah. And every week it was like, you became more and more, uh, I was just like in awe of watching you grow. And Aww. so th- I know it like sucks, but thanks for putting yourself out there for, don't okay. give me that face. No. Four twenty seven. I don't even know what number this is but you know i, I, I couldn't have done any of this without you and oh, buddy you could have well it wouldn't have been as good yeah. but people Maybe. write in every week and like i would tell you this all the time that people would more so go i'm the kate 
you yeah. know? And like, I'm just, and they would write that to me. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, like, she's amazing. And, and yeah, like I said, it's going to be a change and it's going to be weird and we might lose some, some, some subscribers, but. Do you guys want to know a funny story? I'm scared. I don't know this story. I didn't tell you ahead of time. I didn't mean to not tell you, but oh, I just forgot about it until now. So what? we're recording this on Tuesday morning. We normally record on Monday mornings. But yesterday I went to do a video where I went to hypnotherapy. Oh, I, yeah. Scottish lady. That's not Scottish. What did I do? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, we went to this woman so that she hypnotized us. It was like hypno... Therapy, past life regression, or whatever. So, like, she hypnotizes you, and you get into this, like, very comfortable state, and then you tell her who you were in a past life. Wow. So, I still don't know how much I believe in it, Uh because, A, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to figure out that I was a pirate. I was like a cool, scrappy pirate on a boat, just little and, like, telling people who's boss, you know what I mean? They're like, Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but I'm maybe like a teenager. Like, I would be young and scrappy and then, just like my country, I'm young and scrappy and hungry. Sorry, it's from <laughs> Hamilton. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, sorry. Uh, so anyway, so I'm in the chair. Everyone else went. Joyce went. Uh, Curly went. I'm not going to spoil who they were, but I am going to spoil who the fuck I was because mm-hmm. I'm so embarrassed by it. So I get on this weightless chair. And I'm going, and, and there's What's a... What's a weightless chair? I don't know. It's just like a recliner. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very specific. So she said it's like a weight... Everyone has a point of weightlessness. So I was oh. like, finding my... You know, whatever. And then... Oh, okay. Yeah. And so then there's a therapy cat that was on my lap. Oh! oh she had three cats. It was wow. awesome. I yeah. saw on your Insta story. I was like, where are you? Yeah. Malibu. Fucking awesome. Uh, and... The city. The city. The city after all this time. After all this time. Hey, boys. Do you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Okay, so, <laughs> so she's like, she t- takes me down to the meditation or whatever in the trance shit. And then she's like, okay, <laughs> what do you see? Turns out, <laughs> what I saw. <laughs> what? Was me like at a campfire with a bunch of cowboys. <laughs> Okay. And I had three sons. Oh. And my husband was dead. Like, he wasn't around. Oh, I don't even know if he was a good guy. But the the other cowboys were, like, not good to me. They didn't, believe it or not, men respected women even less in oh. cowboy times. Wow. And so they were, like, mean to me. And I didn't want my sons to see that. But I knew that my sons would be okay. So I left. <gasps> I left my son. Your I abandoned my son. I abandoned my son so that they would be re- like because they would be respected. I didn't want them to see them like seeing me get like assaulted and stuff. Aww. So I left and I went and started to work in like linens. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in linens and then died of heartbreak. Oh Jesus. Well, that is not a metaphor for what is happening here. <laughs> it was such a crock of shit. Wedding <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a like a very relaxing uh, job. Yeah, but that gave me a lot of like calm time to think about how I could have saved my boys. But I couldn't have. They wouldn't. No one would respect a single mom like Sometimes that. Sometimes you have to do 
what's best for the greater good, even though it might hurt you at the time. Maybe this is a metaphor. Fucking. Minus you dying of heartbreak. Someone who was there was pregnant, and I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just. But I was like fully aware of what I was saying. And the woman was Were like, you laughing? Dude, it took everything in me not to laugh. Because at one point she was like, and what did you do? And I was like, <laughs> left up. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this video. I mean, it's true that like, yeah, there's there's a serious part of it that's like, well, yeah, there was a time. And still today, women don't have a choice yeah. for that sort of stuff. And you just have to, you have to do it. And a lot of people could judge them from the outside. Mm. All that sort of stuff. Uh did you feel good about it? No, I felt like shit the whole day. I had a, uh, we did this for my series uh, where she did the same thing. It might have been the same lady, I wonder. Was her name Lisa? I don't remember. It was like a year and a half ago. Was but she little? She, yeah. But older? No. Mm. Cut that part out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She can be older. No, age exists. She's 60. I would say, no, this chick was probably in her 40s. But mm. she told me, ah, my nipple really hurts. I don't know why. Um, you rub it. No, please don't. <laughs> um, she told me that I was a Egyptian prince, but like a bad one, one that was like very tyrannic, tyrannical, tyrannical. So I was that. So I was like that. She told you. Yeah. Oh, I said myself. Oh wow. Yeah, because then it's like it's all about like imagination and stuff like that. Like that it. I don't know, something about story. I don't know enough about it to shit on it or to believe in it. But, but that's kind of funny. But and the, I, be- I totally but believe just, like, you Curly were Curly enjoys, yeah. Curly yeah. enjoys, we're both, we're both, like, very innocent and beautiful and, like, <laughs> Curly's would be. Fucking Curly is, and like, Joyce the best too, like, they were, they were, And then I'm just over here, like, I fucking left my kid. <laughs> but, you know, maybe that'll give me some sort of closure on something. Subconsciously. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make turn this into a good. Um, do you want to have an experiment? Okay. Um, do you want to host this for two minutes while I go pee? Oh my god, I'm so scared. Yeah, go for it. I gotta okay. get used to this. Okay. <clears throat> Kate is getting up and exit, and that's the last time we ever saw Kate again. Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh god, guys, I am so scared. <laughs> I'm so scared to do this alone. I feel like. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe this will be good. It'll teach me how to talk slower. My dad always said I talked way too fast on this thing. Um, hey, if you have some podcasts that you like where it's just one person talking the whole time, I'm a big fan of Anna Ferris's podcast, but even she has a co-host. Um, uh, Chris Hardwick, man, love that guy. But he didn't really talk alone. Um, but please feel free to send me um, your suggestions. Oh, God, guys, I promise next week I'll be way more prepared to do this alone. Um, hey, I'm going to be in Montreal this weekend. Uh, never been. Love Canada. Hope it's not too cold. Uh, if you uh, live in Montreal, uh, shoot me a tweet. Tell me what I should do, where I should go. I'm really sad, but don't tell Kate that because I don't want her to feel bad. I just don't know how I'm going to do this without her. You know what I mean? Like, I have such strong opinions. Wow, you're seeing me real vulnerable right now. Uh, she, she just, she balances me out, you know? She's the yin to my yang. She's the white to my red. I'm going to still call her in and answer fan questions because I need her opinion on things. 
Um, oh God. Oh, thank God you came back. Oh my God. I literally was like about to just turn this off for a minute until you came back. That was hard. I'm not going to lie. Oh no. I just think I need someone to just even to talk to. So I think I'm going to need to get like a camera person at least or an audio person so that I don't feel like I'm just talking to an empty list void with no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. That was really hard. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no! It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna slowly phase you out. What if next week I'm here, but I'm not. T- I'm just <laughs> over there, and you can hear me sometimes. Can you? Be yeah. Here and just in the yeah. room, and then if I need something, I'll be like, right, Kate. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just be working on my own stuff. I like that. Let's do it. <laughs> um, should we talk about this week's subject? Oh my gosh! This is yeah. a fun one, and I think too that's gonna be another thing about like phasing out it was like every week we wanted this to be a comedy podcast i know you're listening but this just kelsey just leaned back and rubbed herself i don't know why my nipples are so sensitive. wait feel my boobs in this bra is this a new bra mm-hmm. nice yeah did you go get fitted for a push-up or what is that that's all natural wow that's my boob holy that's shit just underwire and then everything else where's is it my from boob. um third love third love you send it to us bitch no, um, it's from Victoria's Secret. What is her secret? She a hoe? I believe it. <laughs> um, that's the other thing is we wanted this to be a comedy podcast. And I feel like every week it got so dark, which is fine sometimes to get dark. But we want to talk about some fun stuff today. So <laughs> That was me trying to do... Uh, we want to talk about spoiler alert. Yeah, if you haven't seen Infinity War or I Feel Pretty, turn this the fuck off. Oh, Just God, that's not good for ratings. Mute us. <laughs> Mute us. Yeah, that's the other thing is now that I'm going to be doing this on my own, we need to get some subscribing way up. Yeah. Because if you actually do want me to tour as a single person, <laughs> we need to get the numbers high and tight, girls. I don't know why I said girls. It's mostly girls listening to this. So... As my last request. Yes, please. Please share this with your friends. Make them subscribe. Make them subscribe. Mm-hmm. Get those downloads happening. Think of this as like a book club. You guys can all listen to it and then hang out on Fridays and talk about what, what I talked about. I'm so scared to do this alone. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. You could do this. I could do this. It's just going to be more work. I'm going to have to like plan things to talk about. I think you could also get like a little soundboard with sound effects. Oh, so you could, what I think, a fun idea. Yeah. Maybe we could order it today. Let's see. Soundboard. Yeah. Cause I think, cause then you could just sort of be like when you're like feeling weird, just be like, Burr. I don't know. It's fun. That's going to be fun. I'll yeah. download that today. Good idea. Coat. Yeah. Thank so you. share this with your friends for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is going to be mild. Ooh. Fun idea. You don't have to use it because I am leaving. But if you want me to, it could also, you could have a Kate soundboard. Yes! That's it! Just little sound bites of things you say. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Jazzy, come and say hi. Okay. Oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Wait, oh, come in. Do you want to say hi to say people hi on, on our the podcast? podcast? I actually said your name earlier. Why? Because I was, we, t- this is Kate's leaving episode. Oh. 
I know. Sorry, buddy. So I said things like, I'm going to make our friends yeah. come in, like Jasmine. First of all, look at this blazer. Ooh. What a blazer. Where's that from? A thrift store. Damn, oh, wow. You right? Good. Right? Because good. I feel like this shit never, like, works when you no. find it in thrift stores. No. Yeah. Um, so, Jazz, it. what do you think about change and friendship and Whew. scariness? I don't know. Um, sometimes it's hard. Like, I feel like this is something similar to what people can relate to of, like, going off to college. Oh, <laughs> or, like, metaphor. you know, going far away from each other. Yeah. But your real ones always stay around. And obviously, you're a real one. Aww. Yeah. And Jazz, you're gonna have to come on. Oh. And be like, maybe we'll do like a, a season of jazz. Woo! I'm done. Are you? Yeah, fuck yes. See, I mean, no one can replace. I mean, no, you right. totally no can. One can. No one can. No, no. It would be a no sharp lesson. Guys, I'm nothing if not replaceable. Sharp. You are. If there's one thing I've learned from please. BuzzFeed and Hollywood, oh I am nothing if not replaceable. You are Christ, not replaceable. Kate. Everyone's oh, replaceable. <laughs> 30 Save the pictures. Everyone's replaceable. How you're not replaceable. You really are. You really are. You give great insight. See? And great details. So I think it's going to be fun to have a Kate. We're going to have a Kate soundboard. So it's just going to be like different. (laughs) One of them could be long, too. Just be like, you know, you never really are in control of whatever. (laughs) You don't know what you're strong enough on your own. You don't need that person in your life. I love that. One of you going, yes. Yes, yes. Thanks, Jazz. Of course, I love you guys. You guys will see. We'll see Jazz on soon because I am going to freak out and fail and rely on a friend for a little while. I'm scared. It's fine. Let's talk about Infinity War. (laughs) I think the Kateboard is really funny. I think a lot of people are going to. I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, oh, the poor thing. (laughs) I think if anything, people are going to like you more because of this. I do not think that's true because I have a very hard time listening to the podcast alone when I'm talking. What is my saving grace is when you chime in. Yeah, but that's how I feel about the podcast. Interesting. I hate when I'm talking. I think it just comes down to a. How you feel about yourself. Yeah, and you know, we might we might just do 30 episodes and then take a break. Not you, but I might do just 30 episodes and take a break and film a bunch of stuff and figure out what works. We do have some guests line up that are going to be fun and exciting for you guys. Sort of. Let's talk about Infinity War. Okay. Spoiler alert. Mild spoiler alerts. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't really know much about Avengers in the Marvel world. I've only seen the movies, so I don't know about the comics. I don't know yeah. about the history. I really I don't either. Also, don't care. My fandom is Harry Potter. Same Z's. So um, I went last week. I got my necklace replaced, my Deathly Hallows necklace, mm-hmm. because I lost mine in a bathhouse, a Russian bathhouse. I don't know why it matters that it was Russian, but it was. Um, Where is there a Russian bathhouse in West Hollywood? What's a bathhouse? Um, <laughs> it's literally where you. Uh, strip down to your skivvies, skivvies, and they beat you with uh, palm fronds, and they palm fronds, <laughs> tan fronds. <laughs> Hi, Tan, we miss you. Um, and they they scrub you, and they water you down. It's very confusing, and it feels very um, not very hygienic because I feel like there's other people's skin cells uh, just uh, lying around. Uh, so I lost my Harry Potter necklace there. Because they beat it off of yeah, you? Yeah, they beat it off Jesus of me. Jesus Christ. And I was like swimming. Ugh, I just, you know, not for me. For some people, not for me. Uh, Chelsea did it in an episode of Chelsea Does. Look at your face right now. <laughs> this is one of the funniest faces in the world where you just furl one lip, like your top lip up off to the side. Hall. Oh. Look at how ugly that is. Hall. Oh. Um, but I too love Harry Potter. But yeah. um, So I saw the movie. Uh-huh. 
I fell asleep. I went by myself on a self-care Saturday. Okay. Down in Santa Mons. Nice, cool movie theater. And I fell asleep at the part where Gamora goes with Thanos Uh, to the the planet. I have no idea how they found the one stone. Okay. And I, I heard it's a big... Yeah. Big thing. But then I also don't believe, I I felt like what they did this movie around was that this was all just the setup for the second movie. Yeah. So this is the funny thing is I talked to some of my, like, like Quint is a huge fan. Like Mm -hmm. she is a Marvel, like fanatic. Yeah. Fan addict. She's a Stan. A a Stanley Stan. Stan. You guys know Um, that word because you're teens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, she was, she, um, I know also, like, my dad is a big Marvel fan and stuff, and they, like, people were, like, really, really impressed mm-hmm. by how smart this movie was. Cause really? It, yeah, because it's, like... Connecting all the worlds? It's connecting all the worlds, but then also the fact that they're going to make so much money mm. off of doing this, where it's yeah. all set up, and, like, it's this is one story in its own, and then there's going to be another one next year. And they have their movies slated out till 2025. Their movies? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane to plan that far ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, um, who, damn, I don't know if I should say this. What? Uh, what is it about? Is it a who's, No, it's, well, no, because it's on IMDb, but Captain Marvel is going to be in the next one. It's a girl. Oh, Brie Larson. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I don't love that. Why? I just feel like. So I, I heard, again, Quinta told me that it was like, she was cast a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I really like Brie Larson. I just feel like there are, there could have been... Other not white women? Yeah, like I'm tired of seeing like small, pretty... Blonde hair, blue eyes. Blonde hair, blue eyes, white women kicking ass. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really tired of it. Like it could have been... I don't know. It could have been. I'm sure she's going to do fine uh, or whatever. But I think that, like. It's in the. I mean, like, it's one of those things where J.K. Rowling, like, you know, never specified Hermione's race. And then, mm-hmm. like, when they made Cursed Child the play, they cast a black actress. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, my God, this is revolutionary. And yeah. Joe was like. Yeah, that that yeah. can apply. That can be applicable to any I know for, like, storytelling the, the that comic is. Book. is um, Adapted, yeah, and I know that the comic books. It was like a the she was blonde. She is blonde and white. And in the comics, yeah. So, ah. But she also look at that shit. I think that like look at how like and she's like but bigger and stronger. I just feel like it could have been someone else. Mm. You know what I mean? She kind of looks like Robin um, Wright from House of Cards when she had really short blonde hair. I just feel like she's, I don't know. Like, she's like super short hair. I like that. Yeah. So she has just, a bisexual bob. She should have been a bisexual. We have the bob. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's not me being like, oh, this woman shouldn't have had it. Like by all means, women go for it. Uh, and I'm, that looks, is that See, Brie Larson? Yeah, that's Brie Larson. Okay. That looks like not like that. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is that? We're looking at pictures. So that's her. another thing. I feel like it's weird too because, like, I mean, she's she's probably gonna do a great job. Yeah, but she's good. Um, I don't know. It's just no. It makes sense that especially in like the times we're living in, where they're slated to have movies to twenty twenty five. It's like you've now given a white woman a platform for the next, you know, 
seven years. And I think it could have been cool. And I know that it was like it was cast a while ago and all that sort of stuff, whatever. But I also think like it could have been cool for someone who hasn't been in anything big to whose name people don't know. uh, Yeah. Really. And who's. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I just I'm just. We, I don't know. There's so many movies where white women kick ass. Watch mm. any Lifetime. I don't know. Maybe we should cut this part. No, I, I think it's applicable. I just feel like there's, are there, there's not a lot of like other, I, I just think it's weird to like look at, look at a cast and be like, all right, we got one of these. We got one of these. We got yeah. one of these. And feels like they're trying to check off boxes. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we have, we have Black Widow and we have. Scarlet Witch. Yep. I'm not saying that we, that we, that that's a cap. Like, we have a cap on it, but, like. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, look at, you know, all of the superhero movies that, you know, it feels dated almost. Like a dated yeah. choice. Yeah. Did you like the movie? I did like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it was cool to watch all the superheroes meet, and it was fun to see that writing, like, how the different genres and, like, tones even collided, and yeah. I thought they did a good job with that. But, fuck, it was long. How long <laughs> it was, was it? Two and a half hours. Fuck. I took about a 15-minute nap, and then I woke <laughs> up, and I was like, oh, shit. I, I feel like a really, like, a big part of yeah, the movie. Like, a really yeah, big part. Yeah, because then, like, you know, I obviously had to play catch up once yeah. the scenes were playing out. Yeah. Like, you know, with Chris Pratt's character and I was See, like, oh. here's another thing that bothers me. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about that. Okay, so there a lot of like the um so like the black women in the Marvel universe are like almost all in Wakanda. Like right. are in Black Panther, right? Yeah. And then uh Zoe Saldana's character is painted green. Yeah. And like <laughs> like she's not but she's technically not like literal erasure. <laughs> like I'm not. I, I'm not trying to make something into what it's not yeah. or anything like that. And even like the other, like the uh, Falcon and fucking John Cheadle's character are both kind of side characters yeah. to Captain America and, and Iron Man. And their suits and their like. I just feel like you. There is a huge opportunity that was missed, and I think that that's what's like upsetting is that mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times people and they throw this around a lot. Like we need more diversity, and it's like. Well, sure, yes, that should be the the point that we do need more diversity, but it's also, like, when you think of, like, a strong, kick-ass person, is Brie Larson the first one that comes to mind? (laughs) No. You know? Yeah. Give me someone who wasn't hot in elementary school. Do you think? I don't know. I don't know either. I just, I don't know. She also, she exudes that, like, every girl. You know, and I feel like they're I like, never looked oh, like that. <laughs> every girl can be Captain whatever the fuck her name is. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, Brie Larson, if you're listening, which you're not. Uh, please come on the podcast because I need help. Yeah, come on the podcast. But yeah, man, I don't know. It could have been. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe this is just like a culmination. It's not like this one movie. It's just a culmination of like. Why? Why? And it, like, did huge numbers this weekend. It was like there's only been a hundred and something movies that have made more money than this opening weekend, which I feel like it's also going to... It's going to blow it out of the water next movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, another movie we both saw. Uh, I Feel week. Pretty. I Feel Pretty. Amy Schumer. There was a lot of backlash leading up to the movie's release because... See, this is the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. This is the shit I'm talking about, Kelsey. They 
okay, so just break it down. Amy Schumer released a movie about, in the trailer, basically what you see is a less than perfect looking woman who's, you know, she's people were arguing. Hollywood idealized Yeah, people are still arguing like, well, she's still hot and pretty. She's not that big. Uh, people were saying that she hits her head and then all of a sudden she loves herself and is confident, but she's still in this wretched body that people were like yeah wow what a terrible message and they were they were putting they didn't even watch the fucking movie they didn't even see the fucking movie i will admit i also fell asleep (laughs) you need to get this movie because i was in new york and they have those lay down seats oh damn they have lay down movie theater seats and what am i not gonna fall asleep for the lay down seat in the nice cool theater dark theater so i saw most (laughs) of the movie but i will be honest i fell asleep during the pivotal speech at the end so like the whole point of the movie but i got it okay i went back and i read articles about it and i i know what happens and i I just want to say it is not the movie that twitter had attacked her for people love to hate her and you know she was on funny fucking movie it was funny it was lol i at one point jared i went to with my boyfriend he he said that i woke up and went shh it's just him for laughing. <laughs> and then he was like, bitch, you're asleep in the movie theater. You don't get to shush people for laughing at the movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think people, and it comes back to what you always talk about with, like, drag culture. And I think people wanted to drag Amy Schumer because she yeah. is other than the popular opinion with a lot of things. And we wanted to discredit her for all the amazing fucking work that she has done. And I'm not just talking about her movie work and her, um, her sketch work, but just stuff with like gun reform and women's, uh, fucking issues in a whole, just because they interpreted the movie to be a way that it wasn't even, that it wasn't even. She told her story to be quite honest. It's true. She got up like at one point she's on a date and she gets up on stage to enter. That's in the commercial or like Mm -hmm. the trailer too. Um, that she gets up on stage and competes in a bikini contest. Wet t-shirt. Whatever. Well, it's not even a wet yeah. t-shirt contest. She just m- m- makes a makeshift bikini yeah. out of her actual clothing. And she gets up on stage and everyone's sort of like, what? Yeah. What? Because it's normal. It really is normal for women to not be that confident. Mm-hmm. And we feel like you have to look a certain way to be that confident. And they never said in the movie what she saw herself exactly. as. Exactly. And she said it in the, in the Oprah. She was on Oprah's podcast, yeah. the Super Soul interview. Which, oh yeah. my god, everyone, please go. Do so you guys tell me you know more than Oprah? Yeah, please. Oprah likes the movie. You she yeah, like loved the movie. Yeah. and yeah. she she Amy said on Oprah's podcast, she was like, "They don't know what I was looking at." And to be honest, I saw myself. Yeah, like she was thrilled. To be portraying herself as that confident woman. Have you ever looked at like a picture of yourself when it's taken and you're like, if you're feeling kind of bad, you're like, oh, fuck, this picture is awful. This is such a bad picture of me. And if you don't delete it or or get rid of it or whatever, and then a couple years you could look back and be like, what the fuck was I so upset about? Yeah. I looked good. Why was I so mean to myself? Because it really is the perspective. You Mm -hmm. think that you look different. They did Mm -hmm. a... There's something in a magazine a couple of years ago about a woman who took a picture of herself every single day. Oh, yeah. And there were certain days where she felt, like, fat or she felt ugly or Uh she felt, like, whatever. And she looked the fucking same in every single one. So it really is about how you see yourself. Exactly. But I do think that there is a very real world that is sort of pushing women to feel 
like they shouldn't look a certain way, whether it's like body type or just any way that you look on the outside. Um, that sort of like celebrates a traditional uh, cookie cutter type mm-hmm. of mold, and it's literally to sell products. Yeah, it's to sell. It's why we haven't done mm-hmm. like a workout thing on here. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was even a little skeptical about Fit Fab Fun oh, for a second because it, like, it has fit in it. Yeah, and I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, because yeah, be healthy or whatever. But like, that's the thing. Is like we we. The thing people were also attacking her for was like, well, she's not even that big. And it's like, what does that have to do with the fucking message of the movie? That's the point. It's not (laughs) supposed to be funny that someone big likes themselves. That's not even funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the fact that the funny thing was the fact that we, it was actually like a turning it around on everybody and being like, we don't look at people like that. We, it made more sense for her to be shy and reserved and to be like, I don't belong here. I'm sorry to even be around you beautiful Mm -hmm. people. So her being extra confident was like, it was like a refreshing thing. And that's not even where the jokes are. The jokes are from like misunderstandings and they're just really good. There's like a part where she, (laughs) she fucking, that killed me where she, in the beginning where she falls off the bike bike. and hits her head. (laughs) But then she gets up and they were like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it. She walks into the, or or she's leaving. It's when her pants split, right? Oh yeah. And I think that's what it was. And then the guy in front of her, or like off to the side of her, goes to the hot girl in front of her. Are you okay? (laughs) And it's the funniest fucking part. Cause like those are jokes throughout the whole thing. But the point is, is that when you do see your, it, a lot of it is how you present yourself. And it was also too, like, like I'm not attacking the women who are attacking Amy Schumer, but it also was like, clearly those women had some negative shit to say about Amy Schumer's body or like her looks. The also, same way we wanted to kind of, t- I mean, we didn't like write it down, but we wanted to touch on Michelle Wolf's White House correspondence speech. Yeah. The same way that like people were then attacking Michelle Wolf. Over something she wasn't even, like, saying about uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' body. And she even tweeted it out being like, hey, I didn't attack anything about her weight, but it obviously seems like you have something to say about her weight. Okay, A, what kind of piece of shit is, like, she's not even, like, it doesn't make sense because she's not fat enough for this to be funny. (laughs) Oh, so you don't like fat people. Is that what you're saying, Twitter? You know, well, fuck you. And then, anyway, uh, and then also... Just uh, so that's like what bothered me about the idea of like that she was even. I, it would be great to live in a world where this movie wouldn't. It would people would be like, "What? What do you yeah. have there? There's yeah. no. There's nothing there." But there is something there. Mm-hmm. There's something there, even by the backlash she got mm-hmm. from it. And this is a movie too that like I think everyone can enjoy. I know that Amy had talked about they rented out a theater for a bunch of teenage girls to see the movie and they had a talk afterwards and she felt like it was one of the most impactful things of her life that she'd ever done because she was speaking to young women and that was like her goal with this. But I saw so many dudes in that theater yeah. and they were laughing and it wasn't, you know, this like pro women, like feminist movie. It's a fucking it's a funny movie. Comedy. Um, and then I wanted to bring up, I forgot to tell you, I watched it on Sunday with Jared was another great movie that's on Netflix 
called I'm Not an Easy Man. And it's oh. actually a French film. Oh. And so there's subtitles, but it is so funny. It's mm-hmm. about a guy who's, like, you know, kind of this stereotypical, like, misogynist pig who, like, you know, spends all day um, jeering at women and, uh, like, you know, being, you know, a typical asshole. Mm-hmm. And he hits his head on a pole and wakes up where everything is reversed. So women run everything. Women wear, you know, the suits down to everything where, like, they don't shave their legs. Literally, everything is reversed. So he has to learn how to fit in a woman's uh, world where, like, he has to shave his legs and wear short shorts. Yeah. And he's the assistant to all these high, powerful women. Yeah. And it's so funny. And they took everything so literally. And, like, that to me was an incredible... As soon as the movie was over, Jared goes... And he's a pretty liberal feminist dude. Yeah. He goes, whoa. So that's what it's like. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Me coming home every day, like, telling you stories isn't enough. But it it put it through the lens of, like, a straight, I think the guy was white, uh, powerful man that I was like, what a good recommendation for people to watch with their uh, either, you know, friends, significant others, husbands, whatever. Because... At the end, it provided so much conversation, and also, it was funny. Yeah. Like, it was so wild yeah. to imagine this guy in a f- woman's world that it was so funny, like, yeah. so yeah. outrageously backwards yeah. that, like, as much as it hurt me watching it, because I was like, oh, I wish this were true. Like, yeah. even the women drive the sports cars and da-da-da, like... It was so wildly opposite that it was a, a, a LOL comedy. And it's weird that people kind of get mad at the idea of something changing and being like, oh, you're pushing the feminist agenda. Hotly. And it's like, uh, duh. Yeah. Of course I'm pushing the feminist agenda. Of and, course. Uh, that was the best part was there was a part in the French film where the guys band together to form a small men's group where they go to the streets yeah. and they... They yeah. um they protest yeah. about how they aren't given the same opportunities and they wear like um fake like plastic breasts and they yeah. you know they act ridiculous because that's how the women are acting and then when you know spoiler alert the r- world does reverse back you see this big movement of women wearing like the pussy power hats and uh tr- Trump um, yeah. signs and stuff yeah. and. And it was kind negative of negative Trump. Yeah, 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 negative yeah. Trump. Like, uh, like just a standard women's march. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit! Imagine if it was the other way around, because people are like, what do we need to march for women for? Just like right. the gender as a whole, and like that's that brings up a really good point too. The fact that like I think a lot of times people think that just because something is pro something, it doesn't mean that it's anti Anti-ism. something yeah. else. So mm-hmm. like even kind of going back to. Because God forbid I have a, a controversial opinion. But going back <laughs> to, like, uh, the Captain Marvel thing, just because I would like to see someone else doesn't mean I'm not happy that yeah. Brie Larson's working. Doesn't mean I'm not happy yeah, that Yeah, it's like, worth thrilled that, that women that, are like, getting women are there. Movies. It's just sort of, I think it's important to be, like... And it doesn't mean that I have to hate... It doesn't mean that you... Just because you don't like something, you're like, ah, that could have been better. It doesn't mean you hate yeah. what it is. I don't mean that at all, but I feel like, you know... Maybe, like, look where we could have improved. Yeah, exactly. And or it, done something and it, different. And it especially feels like, well, 
let's break it in by giving a white woman the role first, and then we can break into women of color. It's like, it's not dangerous to give a white woman a, a role. It's not like revolutionary. And, and it I mean, feels it, like it's also like, it's, it feels, yeah, it's not revel. It, but I, the thing is, is it kind of is in other yeah. places. Like it truly yeah, is. Yeah. Like with late night, right. It was like, Oh, let's give like Samantha B. She's a white woman, a platform. And then we can take a risk yeah. on women of color perhaps. Or like, I don't know. What's another fucking example? Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess that shows the problem is that there's not actually that many. Yeah, exactly. Or like Michelle Wolf, right? Yeah. Like Michelle Wolf is now getting her own late night show, and like that's fucking awesome. But like, where are the women of color's late night shows? We yeah, don't, they don't exist in America. Right, and I think that yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many Jimmies. Golly, <laughs> literally. Holy like I don't shit. hate them. It's not. It's nothing like. No, that. I, I watch it. I watch them, and it's I'm just, entertained by it. Yeah, it's not saying that. Oh, I'm sick of it. So let's fucking never see it again. It's just like, oh god, ah. Another. You know, it's yeah. like it. You know, you love pasta. I fucking right? love pasta. But if you went Thank to you a seven, to me. <laughs> no problem. But if you went to like a seven course meal and all of it was pasta, oh, you'd be so like, much pasta. That's too much pasta. But one really good pasta. Every now and then. Oh, will change your fucking life. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know, balance is, I guess, the key. Eat more pasta is the Eat more uh, pasta. Of give this. women of color more platforms. A chance. <laughs> as we say as two white girls who don't really know anything. No. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, though. No. Yeah. I think it's important to say. Yeah. It's intersectional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the sake of being uh, intersectional. Uh, we have a fun game to end on. Uh, we figured, well, because Kate is so good at giving advice to fans, and we usually answer a fan question, and Kate's advice is always so much better than mine. That's that true. It's true. Uh, ask anyone. That we would give our favorite email subject headers <laughs> from fan questions, and just give a quick, we don't have Kate for much longer, so let's just give a quick one, one or two words about what you think about the headline. Okay. Um, okay, so sorry also to the fans who aren't getting, like, a super in-depth deep dive, but hey, yeah, beggars can't be choosers. Um, Erin says, her subject line is, Hermione Granger and the diagnosis of fake herpes. Boom. Thoughts. Thoughts. Uh, love Hermione Granger. Granger. Not a, not a fan of herpes. Or fake herpes. Or fake herpes. Could be an ingrown hair. Yep. Uh, Bailey's headliner is, uh, gyno sneezes on my vagina and ultrasound tech inserts wand in my asshole. <laughs> Find a new doctor. Next. <laughs> Siri says, sometimes I just want a quickie, you know? I hear you, girl. Do it. Kyle says, y'all ready for the gay shit? Always Kyle. Next. <laughs> uh, Shauna says, sensitive girl who loves beer in your podcast. Hey, buddy. Crack one open for us. Leah says, heard my friend masturbating. Hey, don't knock it. You know, it's okay to hear your friend masturbating. Yeah, I mean, if they're right in front of you masturbating, that's a different story. If you heard them masturbating and you would like to not hear them again. Close your ears. Oh, actually, Harris Whittles had a really funny joke about masturbating in college. What? That, like, him and his friend had the same, if you look it up, you could see the good joke. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to give a recap, but it's like him and his, basically, it's just that, when you have the same schedule as someone, you share a room. Oh. You have to make sure that they're asleep. So you have to keep checking on them to make sure that they're asleep because that's when you could masturbate. So essentially, you end up just masturbating to your roommate. Sleeping. <laughs> that's funny. It's very funny. Uh, Haley said, in all caps, I fucking got called out for pooping at uni. 
Uni is university in, in British speak. So tell that one person who called you out who never poops, um, maybe give them a little DVD of what it means to poop or that little book, Everybody Poops. There you go. Even the queen poops, which just makes me laugh. When you just so think of them like squeezing out one. God. Is there like, argh. Hashtag relatable. Because <laughs> think of someone that you're like really intimidated by. You're just like, they're perfect. Dude, and yeah. then think of them just doing this. I, I, I tweeted this the other day and it didn't do really well, but I was cracking what up about was it. it. It just said, LOL, Beyonce poops, LOL. Yeah. Because think about Beyonce. The Beyonce pooping. I know. They got his... <laughs> uh, last one, Claire said, everyone has thought at one point, did I get it? Is Ew. it over? Ew. Is it time? Just clean break. Uh, all of these about poop. Claire says, pooped and a helicopter landed next to me. I want to know more about that one. We could open that one. Uh, let's just open that let's one. Let's open it. Um, let's see. Pooped and a helicopter landed next to me. Hey, ladies. This week's podcast <laughs> made, made me go, oh, I've got to share the helicopter poop story. Oh, fun story. <laughs> it made me go, oh, i got to share the helicopter poop So... We were at the Colorado River during the summer at a sandbar. I was about eight and realized that I had to poop. The problem with the sandbar is that the only bathroom near is across the river, which means you'd have to load up the boat, push it out, blah, blah, blah. Basically, I needed to poop now, so we needed to find a spot. This was in the middle of summer, so there were a shit ton of people there. We walked up a little hill. Mom dug me a hole, and I squatted. So pissed that I had to poop in a fucking hole. So I'm halfway through dumping the load. <laughs> and I hear a noise. All the sand around me starts flying. I'm shaking as my poop keeps dropping. And we look around to see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> a helicopter comes flying over me. And all the people at the sandbar climb up to my poop spot to see it. And it ended up landing right next to me. I was crying my little eyes out, and I pinched <laughs> off the last nugget and ran to the water to wipe. So that's my poop story. Hope you enjoyed. Claire. <sighs> that's so funny to think about. Because you're eight. It's not like you're 15 and can feel the embarrassment. You're just mortified as an eight-year-old. It's just, it's too much. Pooping's yeah. hard enough when you're eight. You're like, what's happening? Why is my body my fighting the thing that it wants to do? Did I ever tell you the story about me being terrified of automatic flushing toilets? No. <sighs> Quick story. Loving Very it. young, very young. Like maybe even younger than eight. Went to Hawaii with my family. I had to poop so bad. And so I went to the bathroom and the noises with the toilets were already going and it was scaring me. And so my mom took me into the stall and I sat down and then all of a sudden it started flushing and I started hysterically crying. <laughs> but my mom was like, you know, over 12 hours of travel and was just like, just move! Yeah. And so I was screaming, pooping, trying to get <laughs> off the toilet. And she literally like had to scoop me by my knees and I was holding her shoulders and I was hovering over and she was holding me like this over the toilet. And I was screaming, crying, just shitting into this automatic. And the toilet was flushing because we were moving around. And I was just like, ah! Ah! And my mom was like, oh my fucking God. And I was terrified at these toilets. Yeah. That's the story. Everyone's got poop stuff. I didn't poop yeah. for three days when I was at Bonnaroo. Oh my God. And then I took a cold shower or I took a hot shower. No, it doesn't matter. I took a shower. <laughs> I smoked a cigarette and I got a coffee and oh, that's, I had a that's full blown bowel attack. Where at Bonnaroo? I had to go into the porta potties at and it was ninety six degrees, so I was like dying. Oh, and God. I had to body Losing check someone out of the way. I, I kept running back and forth between camp and the toilet, and I finally come back and I was like, 
My butthole is on fire. Can somebody roll me a joint, please? And they did, and then I just sort of laid down in the middle, and I was like, I feel sick. Speaking of Bonnaroo, I guess we're not going. <laughs> well, they never, they weren't going to pay for our flight anyway. Yeah, so we got so close to performing the podcast at Bonnaroo. But it didn't happen. And you know what? Better off, right? Yeah. Then we would have kept doing the podcast. Everything happens for a reason. I'm going to New Orleans that weekend now. I'm going to New Orleans that weekend. Wait, we talked about this. No. I actually, yes, we did because we were in a meeting and I was like, fuck, I need to cancel my trip now because my dumbass booked a trip to New Orleans. <laughs> what? I'm going with all of my, my outside friends. I'm going with Rory, Mary, and my sister. <laughs> Dude, no joke. Look at my calendar. Oh my because god. Because I booked the trip and then I had to cancel it. And then my when is it? The seventh. I'm going from the seventh to the tenth. I'm going eight, nine, and ten with all the homies. That's this crazy. Is so Funny. Damn, dog. Dude, and I'm not drinking. But Me either. Oh, wow. Oh, good. It's been two weeks. Oh, congrats. Mine's been a week. Hell yeah, dude. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Day. How did that happen? What I've never been to New Orleans. Me neither. either. We <laughs> talked about how we wanted to go. It's funny because Mary was going. She Mary's a dentist and she has a dental conference in, uh, <laughs> which is I don't so, know why that's I, it's so, so sweet. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so they like, they were paying for her Airbnb and her flight. So she was going for oh, free. Wow. And then she like told Rory to come down with her and then I invited myself, but Rory wasn't going to go. <laughs> and then once I said I was going, my sister was like, oh, I could do that. And I was oh like, well, God. all right. So and now Rory's going. So going. I had to get my own Airbnb anyway, because Mary oh only had God. one bed. That's so funny. I know. That's crazy. Oh my God. Where are I you staying? I have no idea. They rented like a big house because it's like okay. it's like six of us girls okay it's like amanda uh stephanie all the chicks from my birthday that are yeah. like my weird outside group gotcha um well oh, fun that's gonna be a shit show it really but i'm be. gonna be sob so i need to get weed if anyone knows how to get weed in. don't ask that because we are for sure gonna have to take that out why it's not legal in new orleans <sighs> i know don't worry legal we didn't we say took the it out. <laughs> um, should we give our last shout outs? Yeah. My shout outs are uh, Taylor and Brooke. Aww. Yeah. And uh, Mandy Sings. Mandy Sings. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope you're doing well. Um, and my friend Kelsey. Hey. That's my other shout out. Uh, my shout outs are for Nikki Hodges, UMSL. Hannah Blackburn, Danny Dex, and Jane L. Monita, and my friend Coat. Guys, I'm really sad and scared. Change is scary, but I'm glad Coat's taking care of herself. And we'll always find a way to poke her and make her hang out with us, but that's good. Please. <laughs> we'll always find a way to poke her. I'll technically be here next week, but yeah. just off to the we'll side. We'll figure out a way to make this work. Please stay subscribed, and if not, subscribe you want, more. You want a you real subscribe. One, as Jasmine says, mm-hmm. you want a real one. And trust me, it, I'm. It, it's going to be entertaining to figure out how, <laughs> how I'm going to do this. But please send all your messages of thanks to Code. I think that would be really nice if everyone told her how much she changed everyone's life. Nah, keep it to yourself. I think the best quote you ever said on this podcast was backed up cum turns into fruit juice. So let's. I feel like that's that. close to a loony joke, which sucks. Oh, whatever. Who sucks at me? Don't have heroes. Any last words? <laughs>